Good morning and welcome to Nature Watch. Nature Watch is sponsored by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden and Bird Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And now your host of Nature Watch, Gary Miller. Good you, morning. You, hi, Santa. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are looking very uh, festive. Oh yeah, you got the, it's that time you, of year. You, you, it's it, it's like he's got the red suspenders on. Of course, we have the Santa look going as well. <laughs> but a very cool plaid shirt. I actually feel underdressed now. But you know, <laughs> well, you do have red on though. You're good. Hey, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, it, it's an old a pizza yen. If you remember oh, yes. that, yeah, it, it's their old uh, old shirt. It's a so, collectible now. Oh yeah, why am I wearing it? I should probably frame <laughs> it. But anyway, good morning, sir. Good morning. What's happening? Oh, well, unusual, unusually warm weather yet. Oh, my I, goodness. I know. And it, it's probably throwing nature for a loop. Yes, perhaps. it is. Oh, yes, it is. Talk uh, to me. All, all those birds that uh, we usually see migrating in that, uh, they're you know a little confused. Although I think they kept, most of them kept going south. But, uh, boy, you just, uh, you know, and, and you get plants that get confused because of the warm weather, too. Um, it gets really warm. Sometimes they think, oh, spring's here again. And they start growing. That, and those leaf buds start swelling up and start opening up. Um, we may see some of that yet. That would explain the flies I had to chase out of my vehicle oh, the yeah, last yeah. couple so, of so days. So actually it's my been warm goodness. enough for some of those insects out there. <laughs> right. I haven't seen any mosquitoes yet, which is good. Right. Um, or bees. I haven't seen any bees. No, no I have not no. seen bees. They, they like it a little bit warmer. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's just unusual with all this warm weather. At, uh, at, uh, you know, I'm ho- hoping that we don't get that cold cold weather later on in the season so it decides to hang on you know into april and may or something so. yeah the weather nerd in me knows that uh we are in a big huge so to speak el nino yes we are and that usually trends to a warmer which is happening yeah, so far yes. and drier which today will defeat that purpose because there is rain on the way but normally in an el nino uh winter it's a lot drier which yes, means less snow it breaks my heart for the for the uh ski resorts and all that and people that have snowmobiles and want to get out and uh and play in the snow there's no snow to play yeah snowshoes cross-country <clears throat> skis you know all, all those winter activities it yeah. uh, makes it difficult with the temperatures so warm and you know the downhill ski uh areas really can't make snow because it's too warm right exactly so it's uh yeah it is a quandary um you know Weather tends to go in cycles, so we'll see uh, see if the El Nino uh, carries through all winter. But it looks like it's going to. Okay, well, uh, unfortunately, we do need rain, though. Right. Oh, and, uh, everything it, is very dry. I will yes, say it is. that. Yes, it is. Now, I'm I, give me, give my phone a second to load because I came in unprepared as usual. But <laughs> as as we move on, and I get past this little ad once the X comes up. There we go. You look down the chute. <clears throat> Monday, it's not a strong um event by any means but we could have a little bit of snow so yeah, it would be nice to get some of those few white flakes coming down you know right. not, don't make the roads too messy but uh right you know, getting close to christmas it's nice having a white christmas right uh it, well, and our, our odds for, for a white christmas are diminishing by the second yes they are. as i look ahead um after after we get past tuesday at 36 wednesday thursday friday saturday christmas eve christmas day Past that, mid forties, all the way through at least the thirtieth of December. Yeah, so very, very warm. Uh, may just have to envision that white snow out there. Uh, at uh, you know, ha- having having experienced a sixty degree plus uh, Christmas in Michigan before in years yes. past, but also having some very cold winters. Uh, 
and Christmas is it uh, sort of balances out, but it is nice to have that white stuff out there. I remember when it was 65 one Christmas day. Yes, it was. That that, was I can't remember the year, but yeah. Uh, oh, that was. That was, that was uh, maybe about early 80s or so. If now, I remember correctly. Okay, I want we have a trivia question to do, but before we do that, I, I do have one more thing to say about the weather here because um, something precedes big snowstorms. Do you know what that is? Besides the birds feeding very frantically, warmth. Oh yeah, true. So yeah, keep that in the back of your mind. Okay, true. So, you know. so yeah, so maybe we'll uh, all this warmth in uh, January may be a very white. Uh, January and even February. So. Well, I'll tell you what, snow or no snow, let's cheer up someone else's Christmas right now. $20 gift card to Waddell's. If you can answer Gary's trivia question this morning, please make it simple. <laughs> so a little Christmas gift. I didn't make it too difficult this time. At least I don't think so. Okay. So Northern Cardinals, those male red birds that you see uh, at your feeder and you see them year round, but yep. they're very showy in the wintertime because there's not a lot of color except browns and, and that. They have a crest on the top of their head. Why do they raise or lower that crest? So that's the trivia question today. Why do the Cardinals raise or lower the crest on the top of their head? Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I know it sounds difficult, it's, but actually, it does you think sound, about to it a me, little bit does. bird, bird have, you know, habits and uh, activities and that. Uh, sort of a common sense answer. So we'll see if anybody can get that. To me, I have my phone in my hand going, oh, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I just, I, so, so the other question I thought of was, was very... Uh, very challenging, so uh, okay. We'll, we'll see. Uh, see if somebody's awake this morning. All right, two six nine three eight two four two eight zero eight seven seven three eight two four two eight zero. First correct caller to answer the question: Why does a cardinal raise its crest? Right, yeah, raise or lower its crest. Raise or lower its crest. Um, we do have someone on the phone. Good morning, WKZO. Who is this? Hello, WKZO. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, there you are. Hello. Who is this? Sorry, I, uh, this is Lori. Lori, hi. Um, do you have hi. an answer to Gary's uh, supposedly easy, yeah, trivia question? <laughs> um, well, they're one of my favorites, and I would say it would be for a couple different reasons, uh, to attract a mate or because they feel threatened or excited. So that, that is correct. Hey, look at that, right out of the gate. <laughs> so, so they use it for a means of communication, um, at least the best we know. And right. we don't always know what all those signs are. So uh, they haven't studied the cardinal as far as they're raising or lowering the crest. Um, we do know a few things about it, that uh, they uh, can raise them or, or lower them at, at will. Um, that position of that crest can be a signal to other cardinals, but the meaning of the signal seems to vary. So when one male is aggressively driving another one away, it may flatten its crest completely while the losing bird raises its crest high, which seems a little opposite of what we would typically think. And when males are putting on courtship displays to woo females, they raise their crests in some displays and lower them in others. Their body language must be clear to other cardinals, but we human observers have to watch the rest of their behavior for more clues. So just for means of communication. I, I think you may have freaked Gary out as to how quick you got that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Hang on. I do have a $20 gift card for you um, from uh, Waddell's. 
Nursery Floral Garden and Bird Center, but I do need to get some information from you so I can mail it to you, okay? Okay. Okay, hold on the line there. We'll be right back with you, and we'll be right back with more Nature Watch after this on WKZO. The holiday season is a great time to let friends and family know how much you appreciate them. Your friends at Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center are thankful for you and want to let their wonderful customers know just how much they're appreciated. This week, Waddell's wants to thank you by offering a big 50% off lifelike Christmas trees and decor. Matter of fact, all of Waddell's Christmas decor, including wreaths, garlands, ornaments, signs, wall hangings, mail box covers, music boxes, Santas, floor mats, and more are all 50% off. And don't forget, Waddell's is always your first source for unique Christmas gifts like bird feeders, fresh flower arrangements, wind chimes, poinsettias, and more. And to make it easy, you can order at Waddell's.com or call the store at 345-1195 to get your shopping done. Waddell's friendly drivers can even deliver them for you. Merry Christmas and thank you from Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center. Texas Drive on the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Detroit Lions football. I'm not in panic mode. I'm not losing confidence. We got four to go here. All we got to do is get our discipline back, continue to fight like we fight, and move on. That's what good teams do. The Detroit Lions host the Denver Broncos at Ford Field. Pre-game Saturday at 710 on your home for Detroit Lions football. West Michigan's home for the Detroit Lions. 590 and 106.9 FM. WKZO. Oh, Saturday football. My goodness. <laughs> my, my, my. I think we need some theme music. <laughs> 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. Jim Lawless and Gary Miller with Nature Watch. And we were talking about the weather just kind of throwing everything into a loop. And it's a pretty big loop we're going through right yeah, now. Yeah, it seems to be affecting the phones this morning, too. Yeah, that, t- that too. <laughs> So, so a, c- a couple of things that uh, this last week, I, I saw that some people had uh, posted some photos of bald eagle around and in the village of Vicksburg. So yeah. pretty uh, neat uh, experience. So if you have a chance, look up when you're, uh, not when you're driving, obviously, but uh, right. walking around or you know, even look around your yard and look in those trees. That are, the bald eagles are some bald eagles that uh, reside around southwest Michigan, and they move around. Um, they're actually scavenger birds, so a lot of times they will look for those road kills at, uh, alongside the road mm-hmm. and uh, have drifted out in the fields or so. So look for them. They may be uh, sitting in a tree near you. There you go. And, meteor, uh, meteor showers earlier in the week and now bald Yeah, so we're going to talk about it's, that a little bit, yeah. too. And, and actually another <laughs> event that just, just started two days ago, and I want to mention this again because it uh, is actually a fun activity to participate in if you can is Audubon's 124th Christmas bird count. Oh. It started two days ago. It goes through January 5th. There are um, little regions, that the little areas that they actually do the bird counts on. There's a coordinator. Uh, I know uh, one of them here near Kalamazoo is tonight or today. Um, yeah, but the rest of them are later on in the month and even into January. Oh, so okay. if you go to Audubon.org and go to their, uh, actually, or just search on there for uh, join the Christmas bird count, and they'll actually, you can zoom in on the map and it shows you those circles. And if you click on those circles, it'll tell you what the, who the coordinator is. And it's a neat, uh, fun activity to do. Um, okay. You can do it as a family. Um, you know, it might be, might be something to do over uh, the Christmas break with uh, kids mm-hmm. home from school or so. Yeah. They get bored and looking they, at all those video games. And yeah, get them exactly. Watching some nature there. Uh, yeah, the, the Geminid meteor showers were actually uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I mentioned them, talked about them last week. <laughs> 
And we got lucky this week. Monday night, it was totally clear. Wednesday night and Thursday night was totally clear. Um, I was actually going to go out Monday night, and then I took a little spill earlier in the evening, so it was a little stiff, so I didn't go out. But I did go out Wednesday and Thursday night. And about 2 o'clock is when that radiant point, which is the, basically the constellation Gemini, mm-hmm. is at its highest point. And so you can you'll see a little more that way, but you can see them anytime during the evening. Hmm. And I know Wednesday night, um, I was out for about an hour. Uh a little chilly, but not too bad. Um, I dressed for it. So right. um, I, I saw probably in that hour I was out there on the average of about one a minute. And I, I know I didn't see some of the really faint ones, but uh, I, I did see I have a pretty dark sky where I'm at, uh, though I get that little bit of glow from those bigger communities. Yeah, that kind of that kind of goes right within range. Ellen Baca was talking about them the other night, and she said you could we could see up to forty to sixty in an hour. So that kind of maps right out to about yeah. And actually, actually, one if, if, you're, if you're in a really dark sky, you, you might see a lot of those faint ones, and you might see a lot more than that. But now, those, is it is it still going? Yes, it actually, goes through Christmas Eve. Oh, really? So okay. it's going to get less and less, and and they seem to go in in little spurts. Basically, you might not see anything for a minute or two, and then you'd see like. Two, three, four, you know, one right after the other. A couple of times Wednesday night, I saw two and a couple times three of them at the same time. Fantastic. They were all over the sky. I, I know uh, Thursday evening I had a meeting. A couple of us were standing outside, and we actually saw a couple about 9, 9.30 in the evening. And uh, I know my wife saw some early one morning, actually you know, Thursday morning, um, about five o'clock in the morning, she just decided to step outside, and it was still dark enough. And right. we have a lot of darkness, so if you don't want to get up in middle of the night at two o'clock in the morning. Right, um, you can actually get someplace. You can let your eyes, act, you know, acclimate to that darkness. So be out at least about twenty minutes, so those eyes get adjusted to that nighttime vision. Um, I had a couple of them actually were really interesting that they came out of the Gemini constellation and they were aimed right towards me. So all I saw was this flash of white. Uh, and they had a little bit of a greenish tint in some of them, so actually pretty interesting. We really did luck out with the weather as far as and that goes. I looked this next but, week. It looks like maybe yeah. Wednesday night might be a clear night. I, I Actually, you know, if I were a betting man, and, of course, you know, I'm, I'm ready for you. I got my phone in, in the hand here. Tuesday seems to be the better shot. Oh, maybe it was Tuesday. So, I know, yeah. No, one of the days. But rest of the days look like there might be some cloudiness. Uh-huh. Yeah, normal normal December weather, yeah. in other so words. So if you watch so. the weather forecast, if you got that clear evening, uh, you know, go out and take a look. It's nice being able to sit out there. And, and I actually sat out in my zero-gravity chair so I could lean back. Didn't get a kink in my neck. And uh, it was nice. I was thinking when I was watching them on Wednesday uh, night, Thursday morning, that, boy, this is really much more comfortable, even though it's colder out, than trying to watch the Persides in, in August when it's really warm. If you get a clear night, you usually have the mosquitoes buzzing around you. And those mosquitoes can get very annoying when you're trying to watch meteor shower. <laughs> Especially in December. <laughs> Luckily, luckily, the mosquitoes were not this time. And yeah, in years past, yes, I have been bitten by mosquitoes in December before. Yes, I in, have too. In, in this Michigan. city, yes. this very city. So I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The weather's kind of throwing us all into this false sense of security loop. And you know, I got news for you: January's coming. <laughs> That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. So those, those mosquitoes are tenacious. I know uh, this last uh, winter. It was a warm day in March, and it was, you know, got up to about 45. Might have hit 50 degrees. And a little sunshine, you know, 
get acclimated to colder weather, so you don't mind sitting outside when it's that cool that time of year. And right. So my wife and I are sitting out, and we had mosquito, a couple of mosquitoes buzzing around us. Um, you know, in March it's about 45, 50 <clears> degrees. <throat> I'm like, you guys need to go away. It was too too cold too early. <laughs> Yeah. So I actually thought I'd talk about the cardinals a little more this morning. You know, okay. I mean, we see a lot of cardinals at feeders. They're a very common sight. They're easy to spot. It's a lot of times a bird that triggers those kids' activity and interest in watching birds because they're easy to spot and like, oh, that's a really neat bird. Very bright in the male, those red, that red color. And uh, so, so one of the other questions I was thinking about with cardinals was what other birds that reside in Michigan are in the, <laughs> the cardinal? The uh, Cardinalidae family, which is the overall family that the Cardinals are oh, a member okay. of. And it's sort of surprising because there are no other crested birds in Michigan really? in that family. Hmm. So another one that you might think of that has red, and you don't see them very often because they tend to be very shy birds, are scarlet tanagers. And, uh, but one that a lot of people see are rose-breasted grosbeak in the same family. Mm-hmm. Um, indigo buntings, a very blue bird. Uh, blue-colored bird, and again, don't see those that often. And the uh, dick sissel, which is a, a sort of sort of sparrow-like, but it's got some other color on it too. And if you look at its beak, you can see its uh, relationship with the cardinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, it, it's actually really fun to watch uh, those cardinals. Um, cardinals are usually one of those birds that, especially, you get a lot of males around uh, uh, bird feeders in the winter time. They will sometimes push those blue jays away. Another crested bird, not related. Not, at least not directly, on that f- same family. Mm-hmm. And uh, that red color in the cardinals and the males, because the females typically have brown with a little bit of a red to rose tint. They also have crests. <clears throat> that red color comes from berries that the, the cardinals eat when they're molting. And so occasionally you will see a cardinal that does not have quite as bright a red, so they may not have eaten as many berries. I know several years ago, and I don't know if it's still being posted, there was a, a video and people would put, post periodically that we, they had a yellow cardinal, a male mm-hmm. cardinal. Mm-hmm. And occasionally you'll see those uh, those uh, leucocyst, uh, cystic uh, cardinals that don't have any, many very much color at all. They're basically white. Um, those are pretty rare to see. And those white birds sometimes uh, are susceptible to some of the predators because they're easier to spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in the wintertime it's always nice. I have a couple different areas of plantings with uh, with trees and shrubs, and I have uh, some hawthorn in the back of my yard that has those red berries in the in the fall, carry over in the winter. And it's nice seeing a, a, that occasional sunny winter day, got some snow on the ground, and you got those red berries hanging in the tree, and there's several male cardinals out in the trees uh, feeding on those berries. And uh, actually makes a, with that sunlight catching that red in the, in the male cardinals makes it very picturesque. Mm. Um uh, of the of the cardinals, uh, their female also sings, which is unusual. Very few female North American songbirds sing. It's usually the males, and uh, they often sing all, uh, even when they're sitting on the nest. Um, and they're thinking maybe that might give the male information as far as when to bring food to the nest. Um, a mated pair shares song phrases, but the female may sing a longer and slightly more complex song than the male. And I know I've, I've experienced and witnessed this uh, several times. In the springtime, males are, uh, and cardinals are very territorial. And they will attack those intruders and those competitors uh, um, 
trying to keep them away from their nesting and their, their female. And they will attack a reflection in a window, in a mirror. So I've had them attack some windows in one of my, my, my shop windows. Oh, uh, and they will do it okay. for, gosh, it seems like a month plus that they'll be attacking that, that reflection. I uh, had one one year that saw itself in one of my mirrors on my truck. And it would, it would basically bloody itself every day to attacking that. I, I thought it was going to attack and actually do it, do it to itself in with that, but it did not. Um, my but uh, yeah. I've seen that numerous times. I know other people have mentioned that they've seen that. So the next time you hear a thwack against your window, <laughs> it may be one of those cardinals just freaking oh, yeah. out. And they'll do it for a long time. 269-382-4280 if you want to uh, call in and ask Gary a question here on Nature Watch. We're getting down there. Just a uh, few minutes left to go. Yeah, so the cardinal, I guess the more interesting information about the cardinals, too, Cardinal, because it's so uh, so popular with people, is actually the state bird of seven states, and uh, so that's uh, you know one of those popular birds. Um, their territory basically is the eastern part of the U.S. Um, they do go into the the extreme southern uh, desert southwest of the the uh, lower forty eight states, and they basically cover all the lower peninsula. You might see them occasionally in the upper peninsula, but the lower peninsula is about as extreme north. And uh, they go out actually west of the Mississippi River, um, out into the Dakotas, Nebraska, and uh, all the way down to the uh, Gulf Coast, and then actually down um, through Mexico and Central America, uh, primarily uh, near the coastal regions more, not so much in the central part of uh, Mexico and Central mm-hmm. America. But they reside year-round, so they don't migrate. Uh, they uh, like uh, feeding. Um, they're actually one of the easy birds to get into us. Uh, a bird feeder because they're like to eat probably their most popular food is black oil sunflower seed. Um, if you want to attract cardinals and, and, and actually a lot of almost most birds like black oil sunflower, you just put black oil sunflower seed out in your bird feeder. You're going to get a nice assortment of birds, especially going to get those cardinals in. Um, during the um, nesting season, they actually uh, feed mostly on insects. So they catch a lot of insects and not a lot of seeds around at that time. And uh, they also will eat um, other fruits and seeds. So, like, if you have dogwood around, um, they actually eat the fruit from the dogwood, wild grape, uh, buckwheat, grass seed, sedges. Um, they like mulberries. So we get those different fruits throughout the year, hackberry, um, blackberry. They will feed on the, the seed heads of sumac and uh, even on the seed from, like, tulip tree and corn. They uh, will also eat beetles, crickets, Katydids, leafhoppers, cicadas, flies, centipedes, spiders, butterflies, and moths. So they have a varied appetite, and it depends on what's available. Um, I guess that's probably one of the reasons that they've survived for so long, and there are so many of them, is that they, they have a lot of different food sources. Mm. So they don't have to worry about starving anytime. And uh, they like evergreens around because they like nesting in those evergreens. They also like to uh, actually hover and actually hunker down in those evergreens in the wintertime. Evergreens help protect them from the wind. You know, predators can't see them because they're co- covered with the, with the evergreen needles and that. And uh, so if you have some evergreen trees around, you're more likely to get more cardinal activity. Really? Wow. And okay. it's, nice, it's interesting because, you know, when they're in that nesting habit, they uh, attack those reflections. They want it very territorial. In the wintertime, I've had 8 to 12 male cardinals at my feeders at the same time. Wintertime, they're like, oh, you know, talk to your neighbor. They get along just fine. But boy, nesting time comes around. It's like 
You need to go somewhere else. Okay. As a lifelong diehard Cubs fan, this is the most I've ever talked about Cardinals in my life. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that they're able to duck right in underneath those needles and and. Oh yeah, so they'll, they'll actually go inside smart the branches. Birds. A lot of birds like those evergreens for cover in the winter time. Um, I know a lot of times I I, I have a cut fresh Christmas tree every year. Mm-hmm. I love the smell. Um, I actually put a, a metal fence post out near my bird feeders. After the holidays, when we take all the decorations off the Christmas tree, I go out and slide that tree over that fence post, tie it there so it stays there. It provides a little more cover near the bird feeder. Mm-hmm. I usually put it away just far enough so if I have an occasional squirrel that wants to come in and feed, you can't quite jump to the bird feeder from the uh, the Christmas tree that's sitting out there. Okay. So, we're, get, we're getting close to the end here. Um you know, if you have not finished your Christmas shopping list, and I will raise my hand because I am the biggest procrastinator on Christmas ever, um, with Dells. Oh, fantastic! We've got a Goodness. great selection of bird feeders. We got bird seeds. You can get you know get somebody started. Um, I have some unique gifts. I mean, if you get those squirrels, we've got some neat squirrel feeders too. Sometimes you just go, you know, put up with the squirrels. It's fun watching all their antics. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. We actually have a, a looks like a little mini trail cam, but you can actually a cam that you can put out by your beer feeders. You can do all sorts of neat, see all sorts ah, of neat things. Really? Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. So all sorts of activity, you know, activities you can get to enjoy those uh, those birds, especially if you have that feeder that you've got maybe a little more remote, remotely from uh, a picture window or so that you don't see them as often. And, uh, and uh, by the way, if you venture to Waddell's and you see someone looking like Santa, it's not Santa. Or is yes, it? Yes, it is. Or is yes, it? it is. Or is it? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Or is it? I <laughs> kind of, I wanted to throw that little punchline in for you guys there. But yeah, we so, are close. Uh, today is the... 16th, 16th so yeah. um nine more days nine, yeah and coming up fast wow so it's uh, uh you know it's actually you know with all this warm weather it's actually gives you an opportunity to you know we have a few rainy days here and there but mm-hmm. again it's been fairly dry yeah it's not like it's gonna stay fairly dry i can't uh, go out shopping the roads are crappy and eh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> so it gives you a good chance to actually go out and enjoy nature yeah if you got all your shopping done uh, you know take a hike go out and uh actually uh Get some place where you don't have a lot of activity from vehicles and that. Uh, you know, find a bench to sit down or just take a hike, and you can see lots of bird activity right now. They're feeding on all sorts of seeds and berries that are out there. So get outside and enjoy the outdoors. Yes, exactly. Send me any information during the week. You can uh, send information to NatureWatch at Waddells.com. There you go. Enjoy. You know, it, it, okay. We should have snow. We, we the the uh, outdoor snow enthusiasts. Your time's coming. Don't worry. We'll get there. Okay. It's Michigan. It's That's, Michigan. That is true. Gary, thank you, sir. And one more before Christmas. Yes. Yes. Right. See you guys next Saturday. And thank you for listening to this edition of Nature Watch. Tune in each Saturday morning at 830 for Nature Watch. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery, Floral Garden, and Bird Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. CBS and local news is up next. And then American Outdoors Radio right here on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.